Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Hey, fuckos, I'm going to re-record this ad just in case you've been listening to a bunch of episodes and it's gotten a little scale. I'll try to freshen it up for you. So here we go, round two. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? And most importantly, how do I make money from my podcast? Well, the answer to that and every one of those questions is really simple, and it's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's entirely free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now with this ad. One to two sentences about how do you like to use Anchor. I like Anchor because it's an app on my phone and that's all I need. You don't even need a microphone. You can just talk into your phone and it'll record it. You can check all the analytics. You can do all the editing straight on the device you're recording from. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing so, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. And I can't wait to hear your bullshit podcast as well. What's going on, pervs? New episode of Wrestling With Myself, myself being myself. We all know who the hell I am by now. We're doing a bit of a a throwback, but not really a special episode, but not really. It's going to be horror-themed again. I, I say that horror, not whores. Um, it's currently Friday, September 6th, I think is the date. And me and the one and only, the Diamond Twink himself, Kyle Davenport, are going to see It. It's opening night. I guess it opened last night, but this is opening night for the general public, the people with jobs that have to go to work in the morning. So uh, he's been super excited about this movie for months. He's really annoying about it, in all honesty. We went to go see It Chapter 1 about this time two years ago. It was uh, myself, him, and Rosalyn. Sadly, this time Rosalyn can't make it, so it's just a big hot date night with me and J.T. Smith. And... um, like I said, he's been talking about this for fucking ever. Um, super annoying, but super cute at the same time because he's like a little nine-year-old boy when it comes to all this fanfare and whatnot. So it's very heartwarming. It's very genuine from him, but it's also absolutely exhausting. But I'm super stoked to see the movie. Mixed reviews right now. So we'll see what plays out. I'm not a critic, though. I typically like most things, and I'm going in with a kind of 
I'm going in a little biased anyways. I think I'm going to love it. I'm expecting to love it. How can't you love it? Von Vertigo's in it. Big star. Fucking Von Vertigo. Uh, what's his name? Skarsgård. Bill Hicks. What's the guy's name? I can't fucking remember. He just came out talking about how he's anxiety. You know who I'm talking about. If you don't, it doesn't matter. But what I'm trying to get at is we're going to take this podcast on the road. I'm currently recording in my living room, waiting for the Diamond Twink to pick me up. Then we're going to go. He wanted me to do another one of these on-the-road type podcasts. I think we did it for Halloween this time. But last year, uh, he liked the idea that we were recording on the way there. And he was getting... uh, We were kind of taping our excitement going into it and our excitement leaving and our thoughts so i'm doing this again but this time i'm just gonna fill you in on the joke it's not even joke but when we come back after the movie and you'll know when that is because we're we're gonna record once more beforehand but after the movie i'm gonna try to stick to my guns and act like i hated it and try to ruin the experience for him just because i think it'll be funny and he's been so annoying about this thing let me like we'll probably get into it more so but you can't just go see a movie with him no it's much more than that and we'll probably get into that more so and that'll kind of fill in the blanks why he's been so annoying and exhausting he steve brown's basically not coming just because he doesn't want to deal with jeff so that's fun so the the name of the game is try to ruin jeff's night but we're gonna do it after the movie we're not gonna be total assholes here okay so you're in on the joke, Jeff's not in on the joke, and later on we'll find out if it's even a joke at all, because it's a pretty lame attempt, let's be real. But tag along with us, keep listening, there's going to be major, major spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, tune out now. If you don't like horror, probably tune out now, me and Jeff have a tendency of just talking all over each other. Um, yeah, and if you see it this weekend, tweet me, tell me what you thought about it, I'm gonna, I'm assuming I'm gonna love it, I can't imagine I'm not gonna, it's three hours, that's a long fucking time though, so I'm, I I might have to go on that website, pissbreak.com or whatever, and find out when I can get out of there, because I know it's coming, but keep listening, we're gonna time travel a little bit, hopefully the audio isn't too dog shit, and if you're into horror, if you, you're you into clowns, and you're into uh, 35-year-old man children that live with their parents, and still dress up and, you know, cut newspaper clippings out of magazines when they go to chapters and all this type Jeffrey Tyler Smith kind of stuff. Keep listening. All right. I'll check the guy back with you in about 10 seconds. Ciao. Fuckos. We're en route to go see It Chapter 2. I'm in the Diamond Twinks Crown Vic. Grand Marquis. Great, whatever. Do you know how to get around this? This is a crazy thing. I think you just stick right. Yeah. We just went up the mountain access for those uh, following us via GPS. <laughs> Jeff is dressed up more like a clown than Pennywise himself. Not really. I'm well, not a clown, how, how much shit do you got yellow, on right now? The yellow socks, though, the old vintage Pennywise. Jesus, Jeff. <laughs> we almost ran into a fucking curb as he showed me his socks. So, er, earlier, because Jeff bought tickets to this thing forever ago and so they I had to put a group thing together yes and just it fell apart now it's me and him cute date night but jeff asked me no i asked jeff the other day because we made these plans so long ago we know it was coming actually we had this date set like the we knew the two years ago day. yeah two yeah. years ago at least july 2018 was confirmed opening day. yes and then 
just the other day, maybe yesterday, I was like, yo, like I knew we were going to see the movie today. I was like, what time and where is it? I can't remember. And you gave me such a snobby reply. You were like, 7 p.m., Kurt, blah, 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 blah. I have to leave work, drive to your house, get on my, get on all my IT merchandise. Change, yeah. Change, and then you're like, and I hope, for Christ's sakes, you've at least bought a shirt or something. <laughs> like, so snobby. <laughs> and now I'm driving in a car with a guy who looks more like a clown than Pennywise. <laughs> so, well, uh, you know, you've had your Chucky shirts and stuff, so I thought, well, the least he could have is a damn Pennywise I probably shirt. would have worn something, and then when you said that, I made sure to wear absolutely nothing. Well, that's what could... you told me. You're, like, on, like deliberately now. You're not yeah. going to get which. Yeah, I'm not cosplaying to go to the movie theater. We're just going to enjoy it. And Ross bought me two new horror shirts just oh. last week, but they weren't Pennywise. All right. Well, that's almost as good as this morning's text. What was this morning's text? When you said, <laughs> when you said you're stoked at my reply. I and hope I so. Lo I loved your reply back to it. I can't even I was remember. Like, I was like, happy to hear. Oh, yeah. I yeah. certainly hope so. Yeah, of course. And then you said, I love this tone of disgust that dare anyone not be as excited or, or like, dressed exactly. for the occasion. As you. Exactly. I, I, I feel like every time I text you, your nose immediately goes up six inches. Probably. And you just reply. <laughs> but I don't know where you're going, by the way. We're on Kenilworth. Go left. Upper gauge. We can get on the link. From Gage? Yeah. No, we can't. Yes, we can't. Can't we? No. Upper Gage is the first the exit. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm a down-the-mountain kid now. I'm from the poor area. I'm not a rich kid anymore, so I don't know this, these directions. But we're stoked to see it. Jeff's literally wearing a button-up. It's pretty cool. Got my loser lover shirt. Do you ever? Pin. So you have... Sporting. You're wearing... What's that necklace? Eddie, this is the... It's actually a necklace. I didn't even know. I thought I'd have to wear it as a ring. It's like a Losers Club. Club so you're covered like in things that ring. says Losers Club. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the Losers vehicle right now. <laughs> you got a You'll Float 2 kind of uh, ornament hanging from your rear view. But I'm for mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I'm for it. I love the. I love getting hyped up. Um, so just before Kurt recorded, we were going to discuss the potential opening scene of the movie. Yeah. Which people are thinking who haven't seen obviously that is going to be the infamous Adrian Mellon death from the book or and considering they're kind of like my second favorite character I, I knew this was coming uh, Stanley's demise okay um, I don't know what's going to open I'm bad with that but I am excited for we've seen no spoilers and I was also saying to Jeff Whenever we go see movies oh, with each other, Jeff's has always seen the movie four times by now. It's and we're always talking my first about viewing. like just us, like chilling on a matinee or yeah. whatever, not one of these opening nights. So it's a rarity that we go see a movie, and dare I say, Jeff's far more excited for that than I am. I'm very excited, but you're this you big. have a fucking Pennywise tattoo on your crotch at this point. <laughs> you're so excited. I wore a Pennywise pin to work today, and then I switched it up for the loser lover pin. So we're actually going to get first viewing experience together, which never happens. It's we know no spoilers. We've, true. we've read reviews, but that can be anything. We're, I've already said I'm going to love it no matter what almost because that's me. I love the first it's one. It's going to be hard not to. I'm excited for the copious amounts of gay shit that's going to happen because it's going to happen. It's in the book. I know it's in the book. They, ha they didn't even touch upon it in the first movie. I thought the underwear scene when they're uh, swimming in the gorge, I thought we were going to get some gay stuff there. Nothing happened. 
I'm expecting a lot of gay it, stuff. I don't think it will be though, will it? But in like the book, Adrian the gayness has a lot to do it do with it. Jesus, Jeff, we almost sideswiped that. Jeep. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited f- to see uh, Von Vertigo. Uh, yes, in the in the carnival. In the Paul Bunyan shit or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. gonna be. Supposedly, he told me. Um, I keep calling him Bill Hicks, Bill Hader. Yeah. Um, he turns a kid around or moves a kid, something, and Jeff's right there as well. Okay. So I'm assuming it's sure a, we will it's see dirt, it. It's in the carnival or fair or whatever. Um, you're reading the book right now. I've never read the book because it's I thought, 9, oh, I thought pages. you read the book. No, no, oh, no. Okay. I watched the original. Oh, yeah, movie years and years and years ago, and it's. I remember thinking it was terrible, <laughs> but uh, it has. I mean, moments. it's grown on me, yeah, for sure. It's just slow. It's very slow, but with a nine hundred page novel, I understand you have to it's fit a lot of things over in. One thousand pages. Is it that long? Yeah. And you're on what page? Um, I'm on chapter seven. Okay. At each chapter is uh, coming up on page three hundred. I'd say it's really like two eighty. Okay. About that. And my goal was to try and finish it by September. I started in June, and then I went weeks. Yeah. Weeks where I was like, oh, I thought it was moving too fast. I wanted to, like, keep the hype. You wanted to end it the second the movie so was the- <laughs> Yeah. But I totally You only miscalculated by 700 pages. Yeah. Totally fucked it up. We were talking about the cosmic turtle, which I don't believe makes appearance makes an appearance. I hope in this so because I know nothing about this turtle yet. The the funny thing with Stephen King, and I think it throws a lot of people for a loop, is he's known for being perhaps the world's greatest horror author. But the thing that most people don't understand, unless you've followed his movies or read his books, whatever it may be, there's always a ton of sci-fi. Oh in yeah, play like with Tommy him. Knockers. Everything, yeah, and I think that throws a lot of people for a loop because they just think of like The Shining, how scary it is. It's just like, no, The Shining is a telekinetic power. Yeah, whatever. well, I still haven't seen that. You've never seen The Shining? No, but I want to now, especially after I Castle Rock. It. And, it holds um, up. And uh, Doctor Sleep, which is coming out. Which I'm excited good. for that. I wasn't initially, but now I am. No, I'm getting there. Um, I also uh-huh. read. That some I can't remember who said it, maybe a director. They said just because it chapter two finishes doesn't mean we can't explore more. Oh, Pennywise. they said there is there could be more. Yeah. yeah. So that's exciting. And this movie, uh, do you know the mud budget on this movie? Uh, through the roof. Big. Sure. Yeah. They said since the first one. Yes, that's what the director said. He said since the first one hit such a phenomenal like quota or number, he was given carte blanche on this one, and that's yeah. why they just go nuts. Like come the the big finale they're gonna say that the whole movie is like a, a what the fuck I'm excited um I remember seeing parts in the first one and being like the CGI didn't look great supposedly that's all cleaned up now and I, I can oh, assume probably. that goes with the budget again budget yeah yeah um what else did I, I know there's say? a lot of stuff like like haunting the adult versions that they're going to retread some territory mm-hmm. so Bill Hader said something. His favorite creepiest scene, chapter one, is after Eddie falls and his arm's broken and Pennywise oh, unswirls yeah. himself out of the fridge and they got the set and the fridge was there. So they do something like that again. That is cool. Um, I'm excited because when we rewatched It Chapter One a week ago or whatever, I realized the bridge where the fat guy gets bullied. Uh, we stayed in an Airbnb on Steve? WrestleMania weekend. Is that a, yeah? <laughs> What's the fat kid's name? Uh, ben. ben. Ben, where he gets bullied by the mullet guy and his crew. I don't know names, by the way, if you haven't caught That's on. Right. Speaking of characters, 
Uh, is your favorite still Richie? Uh, yeah, probably. He's the inappropriate one, right? Yes. Yeah. I think unless you're under a rock, everybody knows my favorite character. Who is it? Eddie. <laughs> Eddie's Casper. the broken arm. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he the guy that's gay? Fitting! <laughs> but, uh, I'm excited for... One thing I really and liked he's about... Gay. He's like a germ. The one thing I really liked about kind of all horror now is my two favorite genres are horror and comedy, and I find... Oh, there is comical bits in this again. Yeah, like I hope so. One. The first one's, like, really funny at times. I never thought it was scary. I just thought it was a good movie. So, um... But, uh, of course, it's going to fall under a horror yeah. thriller genre. I think genre. the scene with the old woman, Mrs. Kirsch... That was terrifying. That's, like, one of the best trailers of all the time. Preview, and that is not, by the way, uh, not, no digital, no camera effect, like in the preview, when she freezes her face. Oh, is it an actual freeze? That, that is her. That's the actress just holding it. That's cool. Uh, Jessica Chastain was talking about that. and um, Who's a hottie with a body. I'm excited <laughs> to see her. Is she from Jurassic Park? No, she is not. See, I get her and that other redhead mixed up. Bryce Dallas Howard. Thank you. I got him mixed up. Jessica Chastain was just in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Not going to watch that. Have you seen the tree tree view preview for the new Black Christmas? I have not watched it yet. Don't watch it. it. Why? Because. Does it ruin everything? I'm looking forward to it because it's Blumhouse doing it. Yes, except I don't know how many twists are in this movie, but it obviously gives away the twist. Why would they do that? It's so dumb. If First it, off, it doesn't look great. It's not an actual it's not an actual I mean, there's remake even a of soft Black Christmas spot for the 2006 Black Christmas. So But this one's a remake. Not not no, sorry, so a reimagining. A oh, reimagining. Okay. Like this one does it shouldn't even be called <laughs> Black Christmas. It should be called Sorority Girl Christmas Party or something oh, like that. Okay. But it obviously gives away a giant twist. Shit. I was so pissed when I watched it. Unless there's something else that but, this isn't even Yeah, I guess going so. To this is good. We did good here. See, on we're the, fine. On the time. Six thirty-four. Yeah. We got twenty-six. Well, that's pretty paranoid. You're here. stressing hard. I was stressing. Yeah. Now, Jeff, um, you're sleeping over at my house tonight. Yes, I was going to text Rosalind and see what um, kind of like depends or diapers. She I was, was just about get. to say, I what I texted you what maybe three weeks ago and said after multiple cleanings that mattress yes. is finally clean. That happened. May 31st. May 31st. It's currently September 6th, and yeah. it's been clean for about three weeks now because we yes. cleaned it so much. Yes. So if you piss on it again, you're taking it home. I don't care how you get it in this fucking town car. You're taking it home. There will be no piss. Yeah, that's what you said last time. By the way, I have a wedding tomorrow, okay. and last time you slept over, and I had a wedding the next day, and <laughs> also, that's when you pissed. No, but exactly, and this is why... We're going to make up for that history because it's almost like repeating. Okay. But we're going to. I'll go with that. I better not wake up and find shit on the bed. No, no. If anything, this movie's going to be so good, it's just going to be like jizz because it's good. Oh, I'd rather shit. (laughs) All right, we'll check back in after the movie. Is there anything else? Any last last thoughts? Last things you you hope to see? Even like any other predictions? I don't know. Uh, Like fates. They said they're not going to go by the book. So I did that whole thing. What will Eddie's fate be? I'm hoping, hoping. Hoping his mom kills him. Doesn't. doesn't I'm hoping the mom dies. That's for sure. I don't know. I I haven't thought about this much, to be honest. I'm just excited for uh, the giant Paul Bunyan and the 
that scene where it is uh, or Pennywise is like floating with the pyramid of balloons. I yeah, really like that visual. Yeah. Yeah. And but, the whole thing stuck in my head is you lied and I died. Georgie hunting. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Which Jackson Roberts got returned for that and he couldn't talk about last year in Horror Hell. That is interesting. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll talk about our thoughts and everything in two seconds to you, but it'll probably be four hours for us, so ciao. Ladies and gentlemen, the sound you are hearing is not the immediate post-movie reactions I was expecting oh for God. us to record Okay, so I took from a- Curtis Sturrock, okay? The All movie right. wrapped, and... <laughs> Right. And there was some, uh, there was some parts that that irked me, but all in all, I thought it was good. We're gonna get into that in a bit. Oh. We'll we'll cover it. And I, you know, I said earlier, I kind of knew. I haven't finished the book, but I kind of knew what happened to certain characters. Uh, I I was fine. Okay. You know what? You're into the movie. You're into the characters. All right. All right. And so that's all let me I gotta tell, say on that. Let me tell why I lost it. <laughs> so at like started again. At like them. six o'clock, it's ten oh two. At like six o'clock, I had three quarters of a ten milligram edible we had just lying around Look, forever. Look, even in my wallpaper. <laughs> nobody, nobody's eating it. It's a three quarters of an edible. It's just been wasting away. And I decided since Jeff was driving today, I'd have it. I took it four hours ago. We watched the entire three-hour movie. Flew by, by the way. In the last five, maybe seven minutes, the conclusion's happening, everything's wrapping up, very sappy music, and it's an emotional moment, and I hear a little sniffling beside me. There's a bit of a sniffling. Very little, but I heard, because it was a quiet part. And I look over, and Jeff has got, like, the grumpy face you have on while you're holding back tears, (laughs) right? Like, almost super animated. He's not crying, but he's doing everything he can to hold it back. Super animated face, and I look at him, and then he just turns his head and looks at me, but he doesn't cover up the fact he's crying. He just keeps the same grumpy, crying face. And I quivering jaw. Yeah, and it's like the second he did it, the edibles fucking uppercutted me, and I could not stop laughing. And basically, since then, like walking out of the movie, I was I could hardly. I almost had this was embarrassing. People are going out very solemn, talking about the movie. It's nice. You're reflecting on the moments. It was a real, you know, there was a real sad spin there, which, I, I mean, it was nice. It was sentimental. Uh, the characters and... But it cracked Kurt up. Well, I just could... After I saw that, it was the magic combo. The one-two punch of seeing your face and then the weed hitting me. Literally four hours after I take it. And I just... I couldn't keep it together. And then thinking back about it, while we were walking out of the movie theater, I like... <laughs> Almost had a breakdown. Now who's the one crying, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) All right, but we got to go get dinner. Give quick, quick thoughts on the movie. Okay. Uh, I let's rate it now out of ten too, and then afterwards when we got a couple hours to let it. Okay. All right. Without being full on a geek, I would say a seven and a half. I think I'm with you. Maybe just a seven to me though. Okay. It was a lot of fun, but it was kind of like fucking if Harry Potter and Star Trek had a mesh movie and then they decided to put a clown in it. We knew it was going to be a lot. I'd, I I love so many things that we're going to get into. 
and uh, I could definitely see why the couple of those casts there couldn't tell me last summer, but uh, I'll get into that. But uh, I, I I liked it except for a, a few parts, which I'll talk about, which yeah. just bugged me. I liked it a lot, and then I didn't like it a lot. Almost, it's just a strange movie. It's I, very I was fun, right but into, man, it's like we're moving. We're moving, we're moving, we're moving. It's like, oh shit, we're here. And yeah. then, okay, what, what, okay. Some we're, real we're sloppy going. editing, too. We're, we're going, and then and then it picks up all over again. It's like a whole different fucking thing. Yes, yeah. I feel it was a quick three hours. I feel like it could have been two hours and 25 minutes overall, though. Yeah. Like they I really love, though, they added the stuff, and this is what I was going to get into, with the younger cast and add so much more the to whole movie's the one. younger cast <laughs> well the chapter one like it adds a whole bunch yeah uh and some it's some pretty freaky shit oh yeah yeah a lot of jump scares oh my i'm a oh, fan of jump scares i though. jumped that first scare there's I fucking a, jumped man there's a couple real good that was ones. the girl right the little girl the bit that's where i fucking jumped. yeah yeah, yeah. you lost it yeah the red balloon under the hospital bed, and he pulls it, and then oh yeah, buddy's there, and that then he's just you. never seen again. But yeah, yeah Harry here. Bowers. Let's get into this later. All right, we're gonna eat food, and then we'll be back in a couple seconds in your world, a uh, couple hours in ours. All right. In the meantime, grab an edible. <laughs> and we have returned. I am still somewhat high. Jeff is still very queer. We're here and we're half queer. <laughs> Who's queer anyway? Who's gay? <laughs> Jeff Kurt, called that. Kurt Jeff just yelled that. out, "Who's gay?" and raised his own hand. No, but I was referring back. Kurt used to do this about ten years ago. I still do it all the time. Oh, you do still? I still like, it's do the it. stupidest thing. I'm sure I've I caught people on the podcast. I say high five when you put up your hand. I say, "Who's gay?" That's it. Yeah, yeah I don't get it. No, no, of course you don't. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm not gay. The highway was closed to get back to my house, so Jeff took a 40-minute detour. And then I asked Kurt, well, what, where are we supposed to go? I don't know. I didn't know, but it seemed he like the know. wrong way. It seemed like the wrong way. And I was trashing Jeff the entire 40 minutes. It's great material, though, because I play it up. You can't get me. Jeff is the greatest butt of a joke ever, because if you make fun of him... Not only will he laugh at the joke, he'll also critique your joke into how it could have been a better joke against him. <laughs> and then I'll contribute content. Yeah, exactly. You'll say things and if people right don't out. you'll say things and if people don't pick up on it and make fun of you, you'll be like nothing on that? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good going. <laughs> Alright, let's get to the topic at hand, being it chapter two. So we okay, rated that was another it. topic at hand in the car. We yeah, his name rhymes with Ray Pagal. <laughs> but we've had a couple hours to digest it. Actually, it was good. Ross came out with us to dinner because we couldn't talk about the movie. Yeah. She hasn't seen it. So you said it was a 7.5 out of 10. I said it was a 7 out of 10. Now let's kind of go through it. Highs and lows <laughs> of the movie, what you like, what you didn't like. Okay. I'll, I'll start with what I didn't like mm -hmm. right off the bat. Was the Henry Bowers hokiness when he got older? Especially, yeah. Yes. Especially when it came to the scene with Eddie, I thought it was like a hallucination when he. Spoiler alert. Yeah, there yeah, will yeah, be yeah. a few. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, when he stabs Eddie, 
And I in thought, the cheek? yeah, yeah, I and thought I thought, is this a too. fucking hallucination? Because this just seems like comical. Yeah, I love that he got the mullet line off, but it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, this it was is strange. like hokey. There was a f- bunch of stuff. It in... was just the hokiness that just pissed me off. There was a bunch of things when I had to take a second and think and just be like. So is everybody in the world seeing what's happening, or is it just the people involved? Oh, just them. But not every time. Because don't forget when Richie and the bunny thing and all those people were just standing like dummies. But at the very beginning. Behind them. Okay. Yeah. Insane beginning, by the way. When the gay guy gets beat up? It went, yeah. So oh, my contrary God. Contrary to, to what we were saying earlier, they went with the Adrian Mellon opening. But, like, fucking dark. <laughs> Like, yeah. it's a very uncomfortable scene. <laughs> oh, it's brutal. And a book. movie that's littered with comedy, and I mean that in a good way. They might have went overboard at parts. It's a honest. real hate crime. Like, it's yeah. brutal in the book. They stay true to that. Yeah. I, I loved it. Cool. I thought oh, it was great. It's a great opening. But, okay, so. And the Meg Ryan haircut. Going back, yeah, exactly. Like, there's a lot of good lines. But going back to what you said, like, only the losers and whatnot can see the things Pennywise is causing. Yeah. So then why, after Buddy's boyfriend gets killed, and he goes down to the water to try to save him, why does he see the balloons? Why does he see Pennywise? He doesn't see Pennywise. He does. It shows you. Oh, he does. Yeah, with the biting. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like... because Pennywise could still affect him, right? I just... There... Technically, Pennywise can affect anyone. And maybe it's in the director's cut, or will be, where the boyfriend is, like, interrogated, as the, the the guys who beat him up are. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the boyfriend's interrogated, and he, he, I think he tries to mention it into this police interrogation. They don't believe him. It's, yeah, it's a great opening. Like, one of my favorite movie openings maybe ever. And then, like, like before we even get bias, to that but... chapter, too, like, it's like, we're there, and yeah. then we've got the other characters, and, and we pick up with the Young Losers Club. Yeah. Kind of bridging that gap. As I well. cut you off though. So like things you liked and didn't like, you started off with dislikes. Well, yeah, I wanted to get that hokiness with Henry Bowers right. That off was that. strange, and it seems so promising. When we first see Henry Bowers, we see how he comes home, gets yes. arrested, and all that, and then like the balloons leading him, yes, in the insane, and that spot even scared you. You you said you jumped. With the balloon under the oh, bed. Oh, I think that's my favorite scare in the movie. Yeah, yeah. with the and, and um, so it starts off good, and then it's just this hokey moment. Yeah, the, there's Bowers a... attacking Eddie, which is fine because I wasn't expecting that, and I wasn't in the 1990 version either. Yeah, that he goes after Eddie, but it just seemed like a is this happening? It seems a w- very weirdly timed weirdly placed yeah so maybe again directors cut deleted scenes uh, it really jumps quick to this and there might be more there to that um i fucking jumped though at the one point this is the one compliment where uh ray what is it figure out (laughs) trey also agrees uh the the baseball diamond under the bleachers scare yeah that was with good the little girl yeah, it, yeah. i fucking jumped i yeah. jumped and then i laughed that i jumped just like when i watch crawl but that's I the funniest at... that's the funnest part about horror i movies. know well because i don't expect that things will jump me like yeah exactly that and it's like you knew it was coming know what i did notice about this movie which i appreciated a lot of people hate jump scares i'm not in that boat i think they have a place in oh horror. yeah not always some some movies are jump scare horror some are like psychological thrillers and they scare you on a deeper level yeah because i understand a jump scare is a scare that you're over you're over it almost 
immediately. Yeah, Whereas a psychological thriller or horror, it sticks with you. I get it. I get both camps. I'm a fan of jump scares, and I found this movie, it gave you a lot of classic jump scares. Like, you could see the setup and the punchline coming, but if this makes sense, the jump scare lasted longer. Where typically it would be like, you see a couple frames of the monster or whatever it be. This would be like, you see a couple seconds. So you get, like, the jump scare hits you, you calm down, but the scene's still happening where it's like your anxiety rise yeah, again. You know what I mean? There, yeah. I noticed that a few times in this. Like the uh, funhouse scene with the mirrors, I wouldn't say that was a jump scare. It was no. more shocking. Yes, yeah, exactly. I didn't know that death would actually happen. Yeah. For sure. I thought it was all like a trip. I really liked when who's the redhead? I'm trying not to spoil everything for listening. Whatever. Who um, cares? But I think if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie. There's, a, I hope so. Uh, okay, so the kid's death. I didn't, ex- I didn't know for sure if yeah. he'd die or not. And uh, the gay guy was me. Well, Richie. yeah, there was a lot of Richie. Hey, there was a little bit of Eddie. But like, Arnie. I thought there was going to be more gay stuff, and I thought they were all going to have a big orgy involving more gay stuff. Because that's in the and, book, is it not? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she bangs everyone. That's, yeah, when they're younger. Yeah, that's what I mean. This and whole they, movie was flashbacks. But they changed that out for the the scene there was in literally the chapter one. A second and a half of brief bromance happening, and I guess that was supposed to be your entire gay scene. And then there was a scene where Richie basically breaks down because he loves Eddie. Eddie being the dead one, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. I just marked out nonstop that that bridge. And, that, there, and, that, and of course, part of that led to Kurt's wonderful high laughing spree. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was about what did it. But I knew Eddie was going to probably die in some kind of sacrificial thing. But it was the Stanley thing that got me. I was not expecting the letter. Yeah, he Stanley. dies basically before the movie starts. But that's like that's how the the book goes. So I and, knew Stanley like as a as a character that I liked from the first one is like I know this one's not going to last. See, but I thought maybe Eddie would live. It's funny. I've seen the Tim Curry version probably three times in total because I remember it's a two dits two VHS yeah. thing. I think I've only seen the first movie three times and really? I've only seen the last movie once fully maybe you know <laughs> okay. because there's a lot of things I know were in the book that like were expected that caught me by surprise so I don't think I'm as familiar with the second half as I thought I was no I've seen it about three or four times now but I really liked how they like literally the first ten minutes of the movie Stanley's dead and then it's only like touched upon a few little moments throughout the movie and then at the end it's like by the way this is why i'm dead and it was all for the greater good like i love that it bookends it and it makes stanley still a makes him a hero prominent part yeah Yeah. and and they kept that with so much stanley stuff like with with wyatt um young stanley coming through with dirt certain scenes in the young losers flashbacks at moments that we see no, it was one of my favorite parts. And I love, by the way, that they have so much more scares with the Young Losers. Yeah. Uh, last summer, a year ago, when uh, they were at Horror Hound, and they couldn't talk about it much, but, like, Jack Dylan Granger was Eddie, was saying, oh, yeah, because he was shooting in Toronto at that time in Chapter 2, and said, yes, there's going to be some good stuff, but it was Wyatt Stanley who told me, he's like, there is going to be some deep, important stuff mm. with us that we can't get into. So, and it, they, he was definitely true. This movie was 50% the young kids from the first movie. Which is 50% great, the because new kids. that's what you want to see. And there yeah. was so much more to it. And everything with the young kids added 
so much to the adults of where they're at. I really liked one of my favorite scares, if not my favorite. It's it's probably right up there with the old guy under the bed or whatever, the friend under the bed with the red balloon in the insane asylum. Yeah, is the one in the old lady's house. And the old naked gray woman chases her. Yeah. Like, you got a giggle from but people, and I get it. Well, that's that audience pissed me off at one point, because we had that laughing. But it, it's just so, like, I want to say, like, retarded. It was very morphed. It yes. was very retarded. Like, she yeah. was not even old say woman anymore. Very mic. retarded. There we go. Uh, it was very morphed. But it was supposed to look a little off. Right? Yeah. Like it didn't look real, but it looked real enough. But that's a perfect example of one of those scenes. She's running at you, and you should only see it for a second, especially because it's all CGI. But they focus in on it for like five seconds, and it's really unnerving. Yeah. Right? It's a little comical. I get it. You see your big fucking state troopers hanging they're, around. No, they're a little like... But like, you see them swinging to and fro type deal. Yeah. But the reason... Like, I've learned this seeing horror movies. And I think it's because it used to be my expression and my emotion... When I get really nervous and stressed watching a horror movie, I get giggly because it breaks the tension. Yeah. And that's what every teeny bopper girl does when they ever oh, they get yeah. scared. And we have if it's ever tense, they start fuck. giggling. After a jump scare where they got scared, they start laughing. Yeah. And that was a perfect example. It really ruins the moment. It's like some loser ruining the moment at the end of the movie when everyone's in nice, uh, what, dramatic... What did Ross call you? And you're like, I'm not of this. I'm not... Oh, I said you're dressed as Pennywise. Like, wow, and you're like, I'm said, not no, dressed, I'm dressed as Pennywise. As a loser. <laughs> yeah, I'm dressed as a loser. Like, yeah. <laughs> Touche, El Capitan. Um, one thing that... Kurt, by the way, just for me, bought a wonderful loser lover um, sign, which I now want. Yep. Outside the... Spirit Halloween, baby. Bought a new fog machine, too. And a welcome to Haddonfield sign. You got that at Spirit? Yep. As well? They got... You know what else they have at Spirit? Which what? They got amazing shit. But they have, like... Almost a to scale Camp Crystal Lake front of the like oh, like it, it's big it's yellow. Is that more expensive than those? Yeah, ones? it's like forty. See, I want to buy the lover one. Yeah, I'll buy the Haddonfield one for Trey. Yeah, no Christ, <laughs> oh Christ, don't make me trash you on the podcast. Don't get heat, Jeff. Uh, the one thing, well, there was many things I kind of took issue with in this movie. One of them being when they all have to go on their separate journey to find their token. Yeah. Token, token. I Which said. I like that. I like, did. That but it felt real... like we watched everybody do two. Like, yeah. so we saw everyone's journey to get their token. Yeah. And then so I this felt is like. for the ritual of Chud, by the way. Yes. Which was not incorporated into any adaptation before. Oh, really? I just know. Yeah, the ritual was I've been not aware in of 1991. That. Yeah, see, I don't think I know that movie as much as I think I and do. I didn't know much about it, but I knew people on, like, podcasts I listen, they're the, like, we're finally going to get the, rit the, the ritual of Chud. And it fails, too. Yes, yes, it fails. Which I think is great, because it's for me, because I thought, oh, this ritual must work yeah. out. But, like, it feels like we saw see everybody's flashback going into that to get their coin or token or whatever. Yeah. And then I felt like we finished, we saw all five people or whatever, and then flashbacks kept happening and it was like 10 on top of each other like it was about the middle of the movie and i was just like i feel like these flashbacks aren't spaced out enough anymore yeah like we had the the flashbacks to establish the it's token. literally like 30 percent movie 40 percent flashbacks 30 percent movie like there's a ton of flashbacks wedged in the middle i understand they're all for a story yeah. i just felt like they went on way too long and we saw too like, many of them they they were, no, some of them were really quick. 
it would integrate, which was done wonderfully, really integrated. I, I, I'm into positive like where the adult would suddenly be back. Like that was creepy with Beverly's dad and her. Like he hold her like a. Did you notice Eddie's mom, mom and his girlfriend or wife of the same person too? No, the yeah, wife is the wife is uh, no, it's a different actress. It's not Myra. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. They look identical. But the, well, the whole thing is that I think it's same actress. Somebody no, it's same not. pharmacist too. Pharmacist. That was the same pharmacist. And yeah. then the grown-up girl who painted the yes. loser on his arm. Yeah, she's still stuck at the. Yeah, she's still there. Oh, store. you missed it. That pharmacist might have been like masturbating or something. Well, he was creepy weird. in the last one. Yeah. Right? And Eddie walks up. This is just when you were gone to the washroom. And he's like, they're like... <laughs> and that's why when he kept reaching for the... the like the Oh, I Eddie's see. like, oh. Yeah, he's a creepy dude. Yeah. But in the first one, they made it seem... Well, they painted that picture where they couldn't trust any adults. That's why they were left to their lonesome. Yeah. So I guess they kind of did that again. I liked how Bev, since she had a toxic relationship with her father who sexually abused her... Now, she's also with a guy who she basically allows to sexually abuse yeah. her. Yeah, oh yeah, that was a big you know, thing. And I a like lot that. of things, like the Losers Club podcast, <coughs> which I listened to, <coughs> they thought there would be a big thing where um, Tom, who's Tom? his name, I think. The dad? Uh, no, Beverly's husband. Okay. Comes back. Oh, really? And also, Audra, Bill's wife, <laughs> even in the 1990 version, Audra comes in to it, and Pennywise gets her. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and we never we saw Audra for a minute or two, See, and then she's gone. She never comes to Dairy. So they ditched all of that stuff. Yet again, I'm sure they have something. There's some to leave. There must scenes. be some. Yeah. Audra must come in. I really like the Chinese food scene when they get back together, and then I they told get, like, you that that's what I got to see with the chapter one. Oh, is that screen. what you saw? Yeah. When they arrive, but they cut some stuff out of it as to not ruin everything. Mm -hmm. But that where it starts off lighthearted and then yes. the Stanley um, things. That was sweet. With the with the fortune cookies. With the that fortune I got cookies giving birth to like different animals yeah, and stuff. But they that, were gross yes, animals. Stanley couldn't cut it. That's how the preview clip ended during the That's chapter good. one thing. Which I got to see in I'm still confused as to why Pennywise, why this alien or ancient being takes like shape of a clown from the 1800s i just don't understand yeah that. i thought it was easily adaptable and the circus was like i guess so by. but i just all i needed was one line to explain it and i just feel like over yeah, two like movies, i think there was a lot with the mischievous kirsch thing maybe like you know my father came with 14 dollars there was some kind of history there about there's gotta be that something family and that that's who pennywise latched onto because there is that one scene when pennywise is Bill human Scar form yeah yeah haunting uh, Beverly. Like, even if he sold his soul for success in the clowning. Well, I don't know, something. I just needed some kind of explanation. There must be a story there. Because I'm too much of an idiot. don't like full explanations. We got, like, uh, really yeah. wacky cosmic shit. Yeah. Uh, I know that, that trippy Mike thing, like, talk about the edibles and the drugs, like, that was mm. a huge thing, which I know fans of the book like, so they got to see that. I do appreciate sometimes not being given all the answers. There is a scene, though, that was in the trailer, which we didn't see, and I thought it would be during Mike's hallucination, and it's like a side window, yeah, or something like that, and Pennywise popping out of it onto oh, okay. the wall. It's in the preview, and it's not in the movie. I liked, um... But the ending is fucking insane. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. the whole climax is insane. 
Uh, I will agree. I will agree with this. I'm going to borrow Trey's criticism of why he didn't like it, yeah, I'm and sure I'm not just are. saying. No, I'm not. I'm not just saying this to bring up Trey. I'm saying that <laughs> because it was legit. Because I thought it too. It's it ruins it because all they keep doing is repeating like you're only a clown thing, like for the climax. Yes, it's, it's demeaning, but it almost like that's it. It's yeah. like. You're making this guy go by saying you're only a clown. He's this invincible being for so long, and then all of it. it yeah, I, yeah, I did see. I did think it was a so bit of a lame So he said that's ending. what ruined the movie. Like, really brought it down for him. They made it almost too simplistic. Because yet again, he's not a clown. He's a sentient being. Yeah, he was almost like this shit. little morphed thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess there was a message there where he says you're all grown up now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like... But it, it really is the feel... Like, if they would have chopped him down when he was the, the monster... Yeah. It feels like a bit which of Which Eddie does. Like, I th- love how that came into play. Mon- yeah. This takes down monsters, if you believe. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. I thought he was going to miss. Because they set it up, and they, they sprinkled so much comedy through it. Yeah. I thought no, it was going to miss. No, Eddie had to have the heroic moment before his death. That's just... But, and the... But I thought Richie was going to die. Like, I thought, I holy shit, when he got the deadlights, I was like, whoa. That was really cool when he's making his speech and he just and stops like, dead in his yeah, tracks and gets... Fucking eyes go white yeah. and everything. Yeah, Richie's the closeted homosexual. I thought that was a fun little turn. But, because, especially because now... Well, it would work for you. Now, looking back, a lot of people think I am. <laughs> that Wasn't that Bunyan thing, though? Like, for all things considered, even the CGI... They made Paul Bunyan terrifying. Great. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. That yeah. was a really good underrated yeah, scene. Boom, but like he's yeah. bringing that thing down on Richie, and it was like young Richie. Yes. So no wonder, like the uh, another reason, it was like Eddie's scene with the leper and his mom and the tort, like that torture chair. All these good things that the young the the, the actor still got to do. Yeah. That, that integrated them into the story. That Eddie scene that was about the last one when he's in the drugstore with his mom. Right. Yeah. Well, she's on the, the like this torture rack. I feel like that was the land, last of ten flashbacks back to back to back <laughs> though. Like that's the thing. Like because Eddie's scene anyone? was like later. No, because we covered everybody else and their thing, and so then maybe, we got to Eddie. So I, there I was, wasn't that much. I was positive we doubled a couple people, but I guess it makes sense we didn't. No. But it just seemed like like all the flashbacks were pretty good. It just seemed like that whole chunk of the movie took a long time. Yeah, we're going through. I'm not just saying this because of the the character and my obsession. I really thought that Eddie pharmacy scene was great. Like, yeah, like it is. with the leper and the mom being tortured. I yeah. thought that was great. But he doesn't he doesn't even save her. That's another one. Okay, <laughs> so you see the silhouette from behind the curtain, and it looks like her mom, his mom, strapped down. And then they do the slow, you know, display of pulling back the curtain, and we're so used to that's not what it is, or nothing's there, yeah. and that's exactly what was there. Yeah. I thought that was cute, like, they're just playing the tropes in every horror movie, and they're putting them, um, they're turning them 180, because I totally And I still had the leper, and this time the leper was, like, in fucking underwear. Yeah. I really thought, like, they were getting close to the book, or, like, the chapter I just read. Why, what do they do? The one where the leper says, I'll, I'll like, blow Oh, you. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I like the leper a lot, actually. And then, uh, fucking, who's the bully? His buddy that comes back from the barrens. Patrick Hockstetter. All, ga- all, all fucking gangrened up and yeah. stuff. It's just like... He's the one, like, controlling... And, but then he, he drives him out of the insane asylum. Yeah. Never see him again. No. You know, it's just... There's things that I think because of the editing room, it just got lost. I remember... But it's all, it's all Pennywise. It's all Pennywise. Yeah, oh yeah, I understand Henry that. out of there. But, um... 
the scene when they get to like the sewer within the sewer to get to really sorry, get sorry to... I know the gay stuff I think you're talking about I'm not there yet in the book but I've heard about it and I think it's with Henry Bowers that he ends up like like his friends like they jerk each other off yeah I know like something that. like that's happening he kills them all oh. in the car yeah, that's the gay death. stuff I was waiting for yeah but um what was I getting at I can't fucking remember uh, you were just gonna say something about shit I can't remember it couldn't uh, have been that important <laughs> that's terrible either. But uh, they're all getting there somewhere. Adult Henry Bowers, though, was like, he turned into, like, a Homer Simpson-type character yeah. all of a sudden. I mean, he went again, from, like, an actual good, threat. Good actor. Uh, look, looks like yes. uh, Nick, whatever his name is. Uh, Turturro. Uh, again, Nick Turturro. <laughs> but, yeah, it, again, all the actors were great. Casting director nailed it. Yeah. Like, well, well, a lot of the times, like, they said to the kids, who do you want? So oh, they really? Pl- plan this early. Yeah, Bill Hader looks exactly like yeah. fucking Richie. Um, the fat guy and the Jack guy looked identical. The it, fat they kid. really did. In the oh, my God. James Ransom was great as Eddie. And do you know why? See, it's fitting, again, that he was Eddie because I knew him uh, because he was one of my characters that I liked in A Dirty Shame. John Waters, a dirty shame. Of course, he was You're Digi one of the Dave. Dozens of viewers that have seen. No, that you would have liked family. it. He no, a, I wouldn't. Have. He had a. Se- you've seen it. He had a sexual attraction to dirt. Mycophilia. Terrible. Digi Dave. Terrible. Anyway, that. I don't think I made it through so. Dirty Shame. You tried to show it to us, <laughs> and I think we cut you off. Um. I thought the black guy was good. Yeah, but he's the um, it's, Isaiah Mustafa. It's he did weird those how commercials. it's weird how he turned into like the the game planner of it all. Oh yeah, and he, that's he, right out of the book. He didn't leave Darius. Mike stuff. is like the actual storyteller. Oh, I like how they incorporated. Did you see Bill writing his last book? Was Eddie's? Oh no, story? I didn't see that. No, I didn't yeah. put that together. That's interesting. They said his mom might have said his friends like in chapter one when she says you're all uh, you're not good for him or something. Yeah, yeah. But like the story was on Eddie, the character. Oh, Eddie. that's it was, cool. Like his mom might have said this, but in the end, Eddie realized that, or not. It, maybe it wasn't Eddie, but it was based on Eddie. Like, great movie. Can't wait to see. Oh, it I again. love that he got a gray water line when What's they that? go back in the sewer. When adult Eddie goes down, oh he's like, yeah, oh, he goes gray water. Yeah, what I was knew that it was, about? was that a callback. Yeah, because in the first, in the sewer, they go to the gray water, and that's all, like, piss and shit, and Eddie wouldn't go there. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, gray water. Yeah, very good movie. I'll probably see it again on Monday. It's Friday. Um, I just, I am in up in the air with it a little bit. It got very, the scene. We, I think it's impossible, much like the 1990s. Because a younger version is so much more the story. And realistic. And the camaraderie. Yeah, it's all the coming of age. Yeah. Like, that's half the story. That that's always going to be the better half. They said that about the 1990. Yeah, right, yeah. The first half, the, the younger one. And chapter one, there was was no beating it. Yeah. This was going to be out there and inferior. So... It just... Because every flashback scene in some, was like something out of a sci-fi movie. It's impossible for us to hate it. But that's Yo, why yeah, I said yeah. seven... It's a seven and a half. I'll give it a seven and a half. I, I might... I might up it a little bit to seven and a half. I just... I kind of like movies that you're either out there in fiction or you're non-fiction. And this one, like... It's so fake. It sounds dumb because it's so fake, obviously. But there's so many <laughs> elements it? of this movie. There's a lot of, like, mystical stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, I, I'm, I'm putting that as fiction. Oh, 
Stephen King cameo. Great cameo. Yeah. And they set you up to make you think he's he going to be something. Wise. And he's nothing. He's just <laughs> yeah. He's just innocent Stephen King selling fucking antiques. Yeah. Yeah. That I was, was silver. That was fun. <laughs> but yeah, I just I think what kills me is because just a story, a classic story about a killer clown that haunts kids. Is such an unnerving story as is. I almost wish that's what it's the story their fears. was. And they kept the fear thing, that yep. recurring thing. But then now we go into this, this is landed from space and yes. the dead lights and all this. And See, I guess in the book, the whole, when it sucks down the Nebel, it sucks down the whole town. Like it rips it apart. Oh, really? And they didn't do it. No. I get that though, budget reasons yeah. too. Like that's just a ton of CGI. Yeah. But they ripped the house down. Yep. And it, but it looked good too. Oh, it's a great, yeah. Yeah, I thought it's a the good CG, scene. That's a good scene. CGI too. for the most part was very good. I think it was supposed to almost look campy at certain spots because it's supposed to be yeah. a nightmare. Right? I do like like during the haunting scenes they cover. They even do Stanley's uh, whack, uh, the portrait. Yes. Woman for yeah. like two seconds. Pennywise yep. morphs into it. All these different things. Yeah. Uh the the monster we were talking about like the big bug in the original ninety nine mm. got a lot of flack. This one it they looks kept the bug. Terrible, yeah. This <laughs> they one kept the bug. Um, well, the stuff. whole movie's outrageous and crazy like that. By the it time he goes. turns into a spider, it makes sense. Whereas in the first one, he's really a clown the entire time, and then at the very end, he's a. He, well, he has like a the claw thing. On that's one. true, yeah. But like. But uh, like I'm talking about the ninety one as well. Yeah, I, like I remember the first time we watched it at the theaters, yeah. very beginning when. Uh, Pennywise bites Georgie and like his jaw comes yeah. and and he has you like know all there's these something teeth. more there. I remember Ross Ross has no idea what it was she just knew it was a horror movie but a clown and the minute she saw that her reaction it was like oh I could tell it was already more than she anticipated she just decided, assumed it was a killer clown she almost like what I wanted it to be so she didn't realize it had the sci-fi element alien, yeah. yeah and I do like it I just I don't know I go back and forth. I we have those. I do. I like that they kept his full face on the whole time, so he could talk. I oh guess. yeah, yeah. And he always kept like the same voice and stuff. And yeah, but it was pretty good. It was. Like, that's a damn big monster. They probably did as good as they'll ever gonna do making that book onto screen. Like you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like how does the monster really look? I yeah. Mean, they tried to do it in the first one. Um, <laughs> in the nineties. The part that started to really lose me though was when we do lose. It feels like three movies at one point like yes that. we're there and then it kind of it drops down but it doesn't mean to drop down yeah. it's just that we're going through the motions but when bev and then it's a whole different fucking when movie. bev's in the washroom and starts filling up with blood while simultaneously fat boys getting buried in sand that's when it started to lose me i felt like i was watching that's in the climax though. i know but it and was almost like too like, much happening. They said that's like the most blood used in a horror movie. That's a big scene. But it was like I was watching Brendan Fraser in The Mummy and a scene of Carrie at the same time while in a movie. It was very like beta. Yeah. Like well, there just... was a whole lot. And, uh, you know what's. Uh, this is what shows though that no matter what, I was still into the movie because when they rescue each other and they land, all I'm waiting for is 
the line, my heart burns there too. So they fall oh, yeah, back yeah. in love. And then it works. Yeah. And I feel sappy saying that, but it's like you want them to reconnect and they say it. Looking over at you and seeing you cry and then you just look at me with this crying I wasn't crying. I was sniffing. Well, were, because I didn't expect the The dams were about to break and you were holding it back like with everything a, you had. As soon, I'm like, as soon as they show the younger cast again, and, and they did, Eddie and say, it's like, okay, now we're getting, it's like that... That's their memory. They get one last little line in there. Yep. They made some funny lines. It's like, okay, they get one last off in their younger form, you know, before their deaths. And then Adult Stanley, and a, the whole thing comes together <laughs> with Adult Stanley, and it was like, well, shit. I love the whole idea, too. I know this is in the book. Because I think they actually touch upon this. I don't know if the, the Adult Stanley movie. letter thing is in the book. No, no, no. no. I'm I saying. Like, I forgot about it until it was referenced, then I remember hearing about it. The whole, the further you get from Derry, the more you forget about what happened 27 years ago. Yeah. I really like that, because, like, I don't know, it's just it's small like town. Because it's Pennywise's power. Yes. But yet again, why is he only powerful in this one super small town? Because that's know? what's creepy. He just landed there. That's what I mean, but, like, what, he can't fucking travel? He's got 27 years to find someplace no, else. No, because that's his home. That's I guess. His landing nest. Though. I get, but yet again, like, why? He's I know there's always movies, but that's his nest. He's not getting it out of there anytime. But wouldn't there. you rather go to like, he goes to the small town where if you kill somebody, all your neighbors notice. Go to a metropolitan area where it's like you can kick hobos and stuff. You can but be he underground. Can the whole tower. But I don't know. It's just it's weird things. But you can't always use logic with these things because it will it's never work. Ring. Huh? It's a neat ring. I know. That's custom ring right there. Yeah. Uh, 205 Live. Maybe. <laughs> whoever, whoever Trey's going to wrestle, I'm going to support. He's just got to take those grills out because it looks like he ate a chocolate, chocolate loony with, a, with the wrapping still on it. You couldn't resist, could you? No, the whole of course show not. To... You keep fucking feeding me these dumb lines waiting for me to pick up on them. <laughs> I didn't say anything there for that one. You just waited to rip Jeff on. is in love with Trey Miguel, and he has possibly stolen the number one spot from Alessandro Del Bruno. <laughs> the Diamond Tiger. Yeah, and the well, Diamond Tiger's number three. The Diamond Twink's got the Diamond Tiger at number three. We all know that. He goes, well, Alex doesn't text me anymore. And I said, well, why don't you just text Alex? And he goes, well, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> See, Trey writes... Because the friendship is new. You're in the honeymoon phase. <laughs> hey. Hi. We're probably almost done. That's fine. I'm going to bed. That's why. Oh, okay. Downstairs. Oh, okay. So you're not going to play the game? No. Okay. Some game Kurt's got planned. I We're not going to play it on the podcast because we already played it on the podcast. Oh, okay. It's probably not good material. What the hell? Yeah, you brush your teeth. Yeah, but I didn't know you did that first. Can you kiss? All right, I love you. Good Give Jeff a kiss. I was going to say, don't I get one? Can you take the dog upstairs? Oh, I brought her down because I thought... No, she's just... As soon as you go up, she's going to want to go up. Ross, what's your favorite part about It 1? And what are you hoping and expecting yes. for in the sequel? Oh, I hate when you do this to me. I don't know. I don't want to play this game. Kurt was telling me that you were, that. like, legit surprised when Pennywise killed Georgie first and had, like, the whole row of teeth. Because you didn't realize it was, more it was than the clown. You didn't realize it was going to be, like, a sci-fi movie. You like, more, was... like, the clown was a monster yeah. in disguise. Like, it was... You... She's going to deny it. She's going to play too cool like she always does on the podcast. No, I don't remember. I remember when it bit Georgie's arm, you went like, oh! 
because you didn't know the story. <laughs> okay. But, I'm not denying that. Yeah, I, just I know. Neither, neither did I at that point. I didn't know the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to bed, and that's why I came down here. Okay, go to bed. It's 12.30. Well, thanks for your cameo on the podcast. Waffles, go upstairs. Waffles, you want to go upstairs? Get going. This is Roslyn's cameo on Wrestling With Myself After Dark. Two-year anniversary because we've only done. A, we are we gonna uh, make but, a big announcement yeah. of a? No, we're not gonna because no, you're gonna. No, we're working on. Yeah, yeah. but are we working on it? Okay, I think Night. so. Are you into it? Yeah, we're gonna try that. I think we already have a backlog. We it's just been, need a funny name. Before we go to bed tonight, we're gonna come up with a name, and then on the next podcast. I don't know about that because uh, if you push it, and then we don't like. If it. we don't push it, we'll never do it. It's a lot, though. I figured we'd drop it on a later time. We're working on something. Let's but it's it going to come way. sooner rather than later because I'm really excited for it. Okay. We're going to get it done. This time next week, we'll have a website up. Oh, yeah, right. That's going to be, like, November. No. No, 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 no. No, no, We already got all our info, all, all our uh, stuff. It's already online. Okay. It's just a matter of switching it all over. All right. But if you're into this podcast, you'll like that next project, I hope. All right. Um... Jeff, what should we sign off with? Make like baby Pennywise. Doesn't make sense. No, that, because that doesn't well, make like, sense. What is that kind of uh, warp thing? We should do like an it reference, like okay. pop, pop like a balloon and. Does he say that? No, but pop pop make a, pop pop. Oh, he does. In yeah, the, he says it the in first the first one. Do you like yeah. popcorn? <laughs> pop pop. That's. Uh, Right, well, Jeff. like the turtle, are we going back at our shells? There like was that. a turtle. There was a turtle. There was, yeah, yeah, there was. Not a nice like turtle. we thought, but there's a little turtle. Yeah, there's a little, little Easter egg in there just to say, hey, we're aware, but we're not referencing it. But if yeah. you're smart enough. Uh, very good movie. Definitely we'll see again. A fun two movies. Is it horror? No. Is there jump scares? Yes. Yeah. I would say I think... I'm looking for... I'd sit and watch six hours of a full director's cut or seven hours. One of the critiques I kept hearing was this movie wasn't scary or a horror movie which i almost would agree with but yeah. i would say it's scarier than oh. the first yeah i think so it's, i think there's there was a jump i jumped i jumped a definitely more dance. jump scares lots of jump scares in this movie yeah like there's some uh, there's some crazy stuff i it's really a difficult one because they had so much to live up to yeah yeah a lot goes on in this movie yeah um so if you're not in uh uh if you're only in and if you like the characters, like if if you don't want to be into the characters, then you're not gonna like it. Yeah, you it's have a to very character about the characters. Movie. I think all the characters are very inviting, though, where you want to learn more about. Yeah, them, you know, like all of them. Oh, also, okay, here's the spot. I meant to bring this up. I'm happy I thought about this. Uh, Fat boy, what's his name? Ben. Ben, and who's Georgie's brother? Bill. Bill. Ben and Bill. They both like Bev. Yes. It doesn't really go anywhere with yes, either it of them. Does. It does. What are you talking about? Ben ends up with Beverly. Yes, I get that. But she kisses Bill and... Early on, and then she remembers that Ben She's just being ben a whore. The... No, because she says that she thought it was Bill. She remembers the kiss. She's a whore. Well, don't forget they had history in, like, grade three. Oh, <laughs> that's fair. Um, But then she remembers that Ben is the one that wrote her the thing and that was her love but it was weird at the end how they're all hugging and then ben and bill are looking at each other like there's some gayness going on there too when they're all hugging richie oh they do ben and bill look at each other 
And Bev's up there looking at Richie. It was just a weird spot. It's like they accept that, like, we've both been inside this pretty little redhead. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, look for a big announcement very shortly. I'm excited for it. You'll probably see the announcement and be like, that's not big at all. But it's no. big for us. We'll have a good time. We're taking back what we own. We're not working for the man. We're being the man. Don't sue us, Rick Flair. Just trademark the man. Which I think is great. Yeah, you would, because you're crotchety old man yourself. <laughs> so from the 45-year-old Diamond Tweak, Jeffrey Tyler Smith, to... Diamond Rascal. Oh, Diamond Rascal. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If Trey's listening to this podcast right now, just send him a little message. <laughs> Act like I'm not here. Just talk to him. Just be like... Hey, Trey. <coughs> just got home. Just watched the movie. Couldn't stop thinking about you. I think he already knows that. <laughs> Don't lose all your fucking money in Vegas, Trey. Don't worry. Jeff will just wire you some more. You're fine. You're number one in his fucking sports bracket right now. You're taken care of forever. And with that, let's make like a baby and head out. Peace. <laughs> Jeff, we're back for a second. Okay. So I was too high to remember my game plan. I recorded a little piece at the beginning of this saying me and Jeff are doing a podcast tonight, blah, blah, blah. And no matter what happens in the movie, I'm going to act like I hated it and trying to ruin your experience for afterwards. And then I got too high and forgot my game plan. So just to wrap it up, because at the beginning of this podcast, it's... So that stupid bitch ruined his whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, got too, I got too high to remember the gag. So people are probably listening being like, when's he going to say he hated the movie? I never did, because I forgot. But uh, at least we're wrapping it up now in a nice tiny bow. Bye-bye.